basement to your ears this is the weekly meeting of the queen city improvement bureau tonight innovative revenue tools improvement vector candidacy interviews too this evening as well outstanding improvements and whatever else comes out of the business this meeting is now in session hey how are you doing oh good good just, just fine. It's a, it's a fine, it's a fine day for a meeting. It is. Of it the, really is. Of the Queen City yeah. Improvement Bureau. It's damp and dingy and dark, like every day that we have a meeting. Exactly. Nice, that nice dripping sound. It just sounds like home. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's start with attendance. Okay, let's do that. Hey, uh, first person this evening, uh, Enoch Peddle. Enoch Pedal. Enoch Pedal. Yeah, was he like a cycling? He's the guy who invented the pedal, isn't he? Uh, no, actually, he oh. was. Uh, he's actually well known as a. He was a fairly famous Puritan who uh, actually led a brief armed insurrection against Nathaniel Hawthorne. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. remember that from social studies. Yeah, it was not very successful. No. Yeah, Hawthorne went on to write several major works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, despite Pedal's like interference, despite his attempts. <laughs> Despite his like you know pestering, yeah. So uh, I don't see I don't see him here. No, no. I don't. Yeah, we're, there's definitely no Enoch down here with us. Yeah, you know you know what I did. No, I've I actually I've actually I'm like messed up the uh, order of the letters. It should say Paul DeShane. Oh yeah, I can see how that would happen. Yeah. So yeah. Paul is he here? Yes, the, because that is me. Oh yeah. yes, great. Okay, Paul DeShane. Okay, well. You're here. I'll mm-hmm. take that task off. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Rihanna Dogma. Rihanna Dogma. Rihanna, Rihanna Dogma. She no. was a '70s singer-songwriter. She actually disguised herself as a Lindsay Buckingham, and went on like the Tusk tour. Nobody even noticed. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I so, can see how that could happen. I would love to hear more about that. From uh, that would be a fantastic interview. I agree, but and I, she could she could present some fantastic improvements to I, the city. I agree, but I yeah. don't think she's here this evening. Rihanna? No, no, she's not here. You know why? This is embarrassing. What? I actually mixed up the letters of uh, of the name. It should say Aiden Morgan. And that's you. Oh, okay. So we're all here. Do we, we are have, all here. Do we have quorum today? No, we don't. Oh, okay. If Enoch and Rihanna had showed up, we might. Oh, we would. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, let's let's pretend we have quorum. We'll just continue on yeah. with the meeting. They're so unreliable. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, do you hear that? Um, it sounds like we've been hit by a tacky impulse. You know what? You know what? I think I think that's the fax machine. Like that? Oh. Yeah, I don't even know if it's plugged in. It's not in. chronotropic interference? No, I think it's our fax machine. Oh, okay. Well, we should go oh, check that. Hold on. Okay. Aiden? Okay. He, he's found it. Fax machine wasn't even plugged in, but really, we did, we did get a fax. Really? Yeah, dated um, twenty twenty seven. So twenty twenty seven. Looks like we got a fax from the future. Oh dear. Uh, and the why do these things keep happening to us? Aiden? I don't know. I think we're cursed. 
We and must that's be cursed. Yeah. Uh, well, I should I should read out the facts since the future has like seen fit to actually contact us. Okay, so it's just titled um, "Beer Wars." Oh, yeah. Is, what's what do you? Th- what could that be a reference to? I, I don't. Well, you know, I think it might have to do. I mean, without having read it yet. I just saw in the paper today that uh, Rachel Notley and Alberta NDP is thinking of like you know subsidizing the as as Wall as uh, Premier Wall is saying subsidizing the craft brew industry. Right, she, isn't she doing that by like imposing a tariff on uh, out of on like all beer sales, but then mm-hmm. handing money to the uh, smaller beer producers within Alberta? Exactly. Right, and this is uh, I mean obviously this is patently unfair. But uh, I'm I'm assuming that this they've got something to say about right. this, and that's like really enraged Brad Wall because it means that like the craft brewers here, he would argue, I suspect, uh, uh, that you know they'll be facing unfair competition in Alberta. Yes, and so he's declared a beer war. Uh, apparently, um, so th- thank you for explaining the premise. That was very <laughs> very handy. Uh, so I'm just reading it here. It says, uh, "Hello, if you're reading this, it's not too late." We are faxing you on this tachyon beam from the last known human settlement and the last survivors of the beer wars. We believe the year to be 2027, and, and it is, you know, according to the info. Our Antarctic outpost is still too cold for the yeast to get a foothold, but within five years, the methane-accelerated warming of the atmosphere will probably allow the sport to flourish here, and then the last of humanity will be gone. We're sending this message to make sure that the terrible fate that happened to us never comes to pass. As far as we can tell, the beer war started in the summer of 2016 when Alberta's NDP government began to subsidize their craft breweries with a tariff. Wall's government, aware that craft brewing was the only growth industry left in Saskatchewan, resorted to desperate measures. District brewing was taken over by scientists who began to experiment with radical new strains of yeast. It turned out that District Brewing's reliance on corn syrup produced a voracious strain of yeast that began to consume everything in sight. Within days, Regina was a mat of spores. Responding to the perceived threat, Alberta launched a strain of hops so bitter that people who tried it were driven insane by the flavor. The carnage spread, mad beer drinkers setting their cities on fire to defend against the rapidly spreading organism. The few last sane people were driven to colder and colder climates as the yeast encroached. Now we wait for the end, but you can do something. Probably just turn the district brewing property into an indoor skate park, for example. Thank you and God bless. That is, those are some sobering, sobering sobering words words. from the future. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, there you go. God, Premier's Wall and Notley, please call off your beer war. It's, yeah, that's the end of humanity. Think about the children. Yeah. They'll have no future. <laughs> Don't be destroyed by beer. <laughs> exactly. And I do believe the children are our future. They are. Beer or no beer. Beer or no beer. Yeah. So what's next? Well, we have uh, we we have an uh, um, we have a candidate for Ooh, improvement a, vector an here. Improvement vector candidate. Yeah. Excellent. Um, it's a Charles Weeb. Good evening. Hi, Charles. I'm here. Charles Weeb. Um, I understand that you. <laughs> I, Sorry? You said he was a Charles Weeb. Yeah, I'm sure there must be. <laughs> there might be other Charles Weebs. There might be other Charles Weebs. Maybe. Yeah. I'm the only one I know. Okay. So, Charles, I understand that you ran for mayor back in 2012 in the yeah. last municipal election. Yes, I did. Yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah, that's why we wanted to have you come to a meeting, because there's another election coming. Four years went by. Surprise. We're going to have an election. And um, Not three, but four. Four this time, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so we wanted to sort of get some insight into what it's like to uh, to run as a candidate in an election uh, in the city of uh, Regina. So, uh, yeah, running for mayor, uh, I, I don't know, like, can you, like, sort of sum it up in just, like, a few words? Like, what? how would you, like, ex- characterize your experience as a mayoral candidate? And I should note you didn't win. <laughs> Yes. Not that we know. Was, yeah. I'm sorry. I, was, I, was, yeah. I read the paper and I had not won. Okay, good. It was. I went, I went to someone then. else's party after the election, so yeah, I didn't really have my own. That was part of how I knew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, how was it? How was running for mayor? It was. Uh, it was. My decision to do it was based out of a lot of inspiration and hope, and and a lot of things that had no base in reality. Actually, it was. And I wanted to translate my, you know, my hopes and dreams and drive to help people and and be a positive part of my community. And there was, there was really disappointing parts about it, like with regards to how it all works and how it seems that the the end result is a little bit predetermined or the, you know, it's not the fairest of races. Like I'm not, I don't want to complain, but. There's there's an edge. There's 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 big money at work for some candidates, and there's there's alliances that you don't really see. And the field of nine, it was I think it was probably unlike any other. It was a lot of candidates. It was yeah. pretty chaotic. Yeah, well, it so. was crazy. We'd had like a long-term mayor in uh, Pafiaco, and then he steps down. Yes. And, yeah. So then you have that vacuum that just like sucks everybody in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you were up against uh, sort of the, the big name candidate, obviously, is Fougere. Michael mm-hmm. Fougere became our mayor. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, there's also like Marion O'Donnelly, Meiko Kochi. Uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember them all now. And the then ma- you. There was the mayor of the sea. Sorry? There was the mayor of the sea. There was the mayor of the sea. Yeah, that, was, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. In, in the column, that was, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess. In terms of, uh, for people out there right now who are thinking about running for candidate, like as a councillor or uh, to be a candidate for mayor, uh, what was that process like? The whole, you know, getting your name on the ballot, is that hard? No, it's really simple. It's quite accessible. You need, I'm just going to guess here, I'm not precise. It was 30 signatures and 100 bucks or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. You hand it in and there you go. Your name's on the on the ballot and do you get the hundred dollars back <laughs> that's what i want to know no no it's it's I not refundable it. i knew yeah. it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and you have to report though on all of your spending too right <laughs> yeah that's that's a funny point because i didn't fill out all those forms and then my brother told me a little while after the election that i could be up on charges because I didn't because <laughs> I, I threw a little bit of a barbecue and I think I spent $400 on food and drinks right and my the grand total of the, the contributions to my campaign that landed in the basket that day were $105 and then this other time my favorite pig farmer from rice and he gave me 50 bucks so <laughs> so it was 155 in 400 out 
And if this counts as submitting my forms, if if you uh, desk people at City Hall are listening, I hope you can avoid pressing charges. We'll make up an MP3 and we'll send it to them. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I've been a little worried. Yeah. So that's that's how that goes. But well, I guess if you have to spend money to make money, this was a big money campaign for you then, because it was a lot of money out. Yeah. Yeah, and and I didn't, yeah. and it was like I did a bit of door knocking, and there was a lot of those, you know, the the debate meetings, and a whole lot of that happened. Yeah, there were tons of meetings, yeah. and you know, kind of preparing for that, and and so on, and doing the research, trying to narrow down, because I got a bit of coaching from one uh, from one former counselor, which kind of went along with what my philosophy was. Like you got to pick a couple key things, and don't try talking about everything. It's City Hall is a tree, and you got to pick one limb to mm. to mm. fight. Right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. what were the ones that you picked? I didn't narrow it down enough. That was that was, <laughs> that was one of my failures. But but I wanted to talk about just like the general fiscal money stuff about it. I thought it was. I've always thought that it's it's ridiculous that that a city is in debt. Like just the basic idea that this is all of us, and we're all in this together. We're a community, mm-hmm. and we owe who or what do we owe hundreds of millions of dollars to? That's dumb. If yeah. you know, if people want to come and do business here, or or people want to f- park on the street, that we all pitched in to build streets, or if, you know, all the infrastructure there is, it should be a situation where, like, I almost think of it like a like a city-state kind of, our city can be independent and strong and not be owing anybody. Mm-hmm. Like you, you should pay us to be here and and run your big companies here or do whatever business here. I, that's ridiculous. So yeah, the the being in debt that's dumb to me. It's mm-hmm. the decisions that have been made that that create that situation. I've I have much scorn for that. Right, and a lot of that is infrastructure spending to pay for like large projects and uh, well, you know, just like road repairs and things like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I should remind everybody that we are broadcasting our meeting on ninety-one point three FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, and this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Mm. Yeah, uh, during your campaign, you were also one of the people who was hammering on the uh, the pension situation because back then it was. Uh, it looked pretty dire. This, there was no agreement on the pensions. The city looked like it, you know, could be on the hook for tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to cover the uh, the pension shortfall, and it was looking pretty dire. And you were one of the people who was uh, pretty concerned about the workers who, uh, you know, could end up with a bad agreement in the end. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's another unfortunate thing how it goes where. It's just kind of the the bones of the situation from years and years past, where it's just not really set up to f- be prepared to to back people up and back up the the promises that have been basically made to to the workers. And there's a big stupid idea out there that you know city workers are are lazy and they get paid too much and they have too many sick days available and on and on. Like you know, it's hardworking people. You know, we're all just people, and and yeah. to to draw lines like that, I think that's that's way too judgmental. The whole private is better and more efficient. That's can I say bullshit? Yeah, yeah. Although I, I gotta say, I don't. 
you know. Well, we're actually not allowed to say that in the meetings, but that's okay. It's, 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 oh. it's, uh, no worries. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't, you know, I don't know, like, if, if they privatized the Queen City Improvement Bureau, I don't know if that would be necessarily a terrible thing. I think there would be many efficiencies if they privatized the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Yeah. They could replace both of us with, like, just one, like, robot, or maybe like a cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would totally work. Um <laughs> One of the things you, if I if I had to pick out of the things that you campaigned on that could like be sort of called uh, a slogan, it was that um, I'm applying for a job. That was one of the lines you said um, that you were applying for a job, one of the toughest jobs in the city. Uh, so how do you think how do you think the people who got that job uh, have done over the last four years? Happy with what you've seen? Not perfectly happy. No. Um, The the mayor that you know the the winner of that contest he he's a guy that that tries his best and and the world that he sees around him he's he's doing the best he can and he's he has people close to him and he has connections that that he feels he has to take care of and the, there's there's a lot of gaps where he's he's not even paying attention and and as far as, like in reference to the applying for a job. I don't know. I just, I, I, I feel like I was, you know, as much as it was a ridiculous long shot for me to ever be the mayor, I felt extremely f genuine, and that, that's exactly how I did look at it. I get to apply for, how, who gets to apply for a job where the whole city, everyone can come out and, okay, is, yeah, is this guy the guy? Is he going to try hard? Does he care about the right things? That's that's it's huge. It's like better than winning the lottery. Like your your city decided that you're the leader, and you have to. And to me, that that demands like humility and helpfulness, but the you know the balls to make big important decisions that are right, even if they're not necessarily really popular. If you're looking, you know, past the next election, etc. You know, I I thought and think I could I could handle that that kind of decision making and be the right kind of guy yeah hmm. you've had a couple run-ins with the guy who did get the job <laughs> how, how, how did that go does he does he like hate you now because you really no, it's it's not it's not totally fake like he's just he's a polished guy he's he probably spends lots on a haircut and all that and his suits are great yeah I've I've passed like he dresses better when I've passed by him in the park having a jog or whatever like he's <laughs> he you know he's he's doing the job by by looking the part really well and he yeah. you know and he's he's come into where I work and needed you know plumbing supplies for my unnamed plumbing wholesaler I work at and then he, yeah and he will like it's it's an acquaintance thing and it it approaches friendship yeah like i was nice i'd have him over to my house absolutely yeah. i respect the guy like there's the, yeah like there's there's big separations on you know the philosophies about you know should we go bankrupt for a f stadium that doesn't have a roof yet until we pay that whole price again or whatever blah yeah. the, i respect the guy the guys the guys trying yeah yeah, yeah, because it was interesting how it was. There were moments where that campaign got very acrimonious from certain <laughs> from certain segments on the uh, like on the debate stages. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> no fuck. And um, 
uh, <laughs> things. Th you you always seem to be able to keep things extremely sort of cordial and you know disagreements over issues and not over you know not not accusations of mm -hmm. you know stuff under the table. Yeah, my it's I have a particular personality. My wife says I'm passive aggressive. <laughs> or I'm afraid of conflict. Yeah, that's not wrong. <laughs> I like to, you know, try to be be the diplomatic type and what are we really fighting about here? Let's find common ground. I I like to. I like helping. I did I you know, I've done service jobs. What I do now is serving customers and someone's in front of me and they need this or that help or need to find this part or you know get a ride on the bus to wherever i'm I immediately fall into the role of trying to help out it's it's yeah. just who i am really yeah hmm. so uh i think one of the highlight moments in that campaign was the red hot the red hot ride event that Jaden Pfeiffer runs, where he he hosts a talk show where he brings on all the candidates. He had several of the candidates for mayor come on uh, the show at the Artesian, and uh, he put you guys through your paces. That was by far my personal highlight of the of the whole thing. Yeah, the most fun. It, I was kind of disappointed that that Michael wasn't at that one. I think the all other eight were, but. Yeah, just big fun. Like he had, he had serious questions, and then he had, he asked me, he his just questions that so many of them weren't even ready to process. How many canaries can you fit in your mouth? Four. <laughs> I, I I thought about it. Four, like one in each cheek and two front to back in the center part of my mouth. But definitely getting four canaries in my mouth. These are important questions. Well, you have to be ready because things come up. You know, yeah. as a mayor. Maybe, you never maybe know. that's a yeah. thing. Yeah, right? maybe you lose a bet with the mayor of Winnipeg, and the, the, the penalty, the, the forfeit, is you have to stick canaries in your mouth. There you go. Right. Exactly. Just like that. Yeah. And for, I, I love Jaden for bringing that up. Yeah. And it didn't become the issue of the campaign. Too <laughs> bad. The canaries <laughs> in the mouth. But I was definitely the fastest to, to figure it out and yeah. call it out. Did anybody say that if you, like, took the canaries and, like, sort of... You know, kind of blended them or something. So, oh yeah, then then you, I could double that. Then it's yeah. eight. If the, <laughs> through the blender, eight canaries. Exactly. Guaranteed, I'll yeah. I'll do it. I think I think that a candidate who actually answered that or thought of that would probably not get far in the polls. Yo, you think that'd be a down thing? Yeah, well, he, he like that candidate would be like the person who wants to like you know put canaries in a blender. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole canary seems... lobby would turn against you. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be like yes. it would be called Canary Gate. Is yeah. there is there a committee about that already in the city? I'm I don't know. <laughs> it should be yeah, if you've been mayor, you could have struck that committee. Yeah. See, and that yeah, that's another part okay. of it is that I've there, bef you know, there's mayor and council and so on. There's you can make a committee, kind of about anything you want. Like across the oh. country, I've looked into. You could just create a committee and call it. Some you want it to sound legit, but yeah. You know? Okay, so if you could strike a committee right now that doesn't involve canaries, what would it be? Oh well, I've I've thought about it lots. Like, I've actually thought about the the acronym is CTS. It'd be like officially, maybe you'd call it uh, Citizens Towards Sustainability. Oh. But beneath the skin, it would be the cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it would just be 
like you you can gather a lot of people toward a cause and get signatures about stuff and get people revved up and that's that's kind of where like I I, I thought about that after the the devastating loss where I think I only had 341 votes. Oh, but that no, that's not a only. That was actually awesome because I don't have I have nowhere near that many friends. <laughs> it was it was <laughs> way more than half of those are people that never met me that thought I would do a great job. Which thank you to to all of those. But yeah, a committee you can you can do a committee and then the council has to look at your face and listen to you talk for a while. You right. set a meeting and. That could be fun. I might do something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and if they stop liking this, the look of your face and don't want to listen to you anymore, they can put you in the sub-basement. Oh, is that what happened? Where you work for the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're here and those pipes are dripping in my lap right now? Is that, yeah, sorry yeah, about sorry. that. Okay. <laughs> There's no dry towels anywhere around here, are there? We, uh, we requisitioned some, but um, actually we just use fax machine paper. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of that yeah. in the storage room. All right. So, what do you think, Aiden? Does do you think that Charles has passed the test of an improvement vector? Uh, yeah. Well, I've I've uh, done the sums on my uh, complicated rubric here, and so yeah, I would say is definitely a Queen City improvement vector officially. There you go. Wow. And that's your uh, certificate uh, of improvement. Unfortunately, in the font with your name, uh, we ran out of E's, so. Okay, I think I have a handful of E's at home. If you, you have some, you can door. just put them in. So, okay. Otherwise, you'd be known as Charles you, Wibb. You, were, you weren't aware of. Is that why you used the A at the between the M and the N in improvement? You kind of spelled that wrong. Is that Im on purpose? You mean you improvement? Improvement? You mean oh, I thought, I thought well earlier it was improvement. Your dictionary got so, wet, right? Yeah, it's, it did. Yeah, yeah it's in that puddle. It can't yeah. read it. Thank you. Okay. This is an honor. Uh, no, but that's suitable for framing. Um, I'm going to thank you to my wife, Kristen, for supporting me through this achievement. It means a lot more than anything else. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Also, it comes with a manila envelope, but we don't have any, so we'd have to mail it to you in a slightly larger manila envelope. <laughs> Love it. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot for coming in to Absolutely. talk to us. I hope you can stick around for the second half of the meeting. It's been my pleasure. But mm -hmm. next up on the agenda is innovative revenue tools. Oh, is that where we find new ways to improve the city's bottom line? Yes. Through revenue tools for revenue that are innovative? Exactly. Uh -huh. You nailed it. As, as usual. Um, well, this week's innovative revenue tool is a blast from the past. In the 2012 uh, election, oh. a candidate named Charles Weeb had suggested an idea uh, for a local currency called love notes as a reference to I love Regina banknotes. Ah, yeah, that's kind of cool. And uh, so we should we, get him on the show. We should have we should have Charles Weeb on the show. Really? That would be a great idea. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he'd be an improvement vector because I think it's time to put this into action. I think it's time for us to do this Agreed. as a QICIB. But what we could do to make it a revenue tool, not just like you know change dollars one for one, we could we could collect a one percent love tax to cover the cost of processing all the loving. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's our innovative revenue tool that, for that's, this. That's fantastic. I vote yay on that. Excellent. Dave? Excellent. Cool. Thank you, Charles. All right. So, but if that innovative revenue tool doesn't take off, we've got a few more here that uh, we can listen to right now. Let's hear them.
Hi, this is Lisa Gibbons with the Regina Downtown Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Hey. Hello. Okay, that's it for Innovative Revenue Tools for mm. this week. That was it. No more. No more. Yeah. Yeah, in seven more days, I'm sure we'll find we'll find a few more. We'll find, yeah, they they always seem to show up. Funny, yeah. We, Funny we, how that happens. We think we think they've exhausted the innovation, but innovation springs like paternal or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's the Queen City's primary industry is innovation. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we should start exporting it. Hey, Aiden. Yes, yes. What? What? Do you know what a tender is? Um, like a chicken tender? No. No? It's when the city needs a product or service, so it posts a notice requesting bids from potential suppliers. You think I'd know that by now? Y- yeah. I mean, you tell me this you, quite frequently. Well, and you work for the city. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this week the city posted a tender because it needs some construction equipment. Road work equipment, specifically. Well, a, you... a, a roller. Wow. For rolling out asphalt. And But as I was reading the tender, I noticed that uh, nowhere in the tender does it say what the specific project is that the roadwork equipment is needed for. We don't even know if it's on roads, for example. No, no, but that left me to speculate. Ah. And in the course of my speculations, it occurred to me that last weekend was the Craven Country Music Jamboree. That fine, fine institution of yeah. music and drinking and, you know, and you know, Do you know what Craven is all about? What's, what's Craven all Craven about? Craven is all about young people coming together and finding love. Wow. To the, to the gentle strains of country music. Aw. Yeah. But sadly, sometimes, for new love to blossom, an old, must, uh, an old love must first be brought to an end. And that got me wondering, what if somehow the mystery purpose behind this week's tender is connected to those loves that are lost at Craven? Wow, that's that's not something I would have speculated, but no? I'm I'm curious to see where we're going. Well, you know, it's a good with that with that whole idea in mind, I reworked the city's tender. And Please. I'll play it right now. Please do. These boots are tired, they're about to fall apart From walking on a road as broken as my heart Potholes you left will never be filled There's not enough asphalt in the whole world I'm scarred with cracks and dips and doubts And lumps of hurt that need flattening out So I'll put my request out here in the sun To obtain firm pricing and delivery for one Combination roller with a vibratory drum 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 Combination roller with a vibratory drum. Combination roller with a vibratory drum. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. Disappointment's my job. You know I paid my dues. Every weight don't cross light reminds me of you. I need two heavy wheels with scraping and spray. They're the only things that'll wash my blues away. You crushed all my dreams of what we'd grow to be. Time to finish the job and crush the rest of me. Climb into a swivel seat atop eight metric tons then roll me flat and call your work here done. With a combination roller and a vibratory drum. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. Combination roller with a vibratory drum, a combination roller with a vibratory drum, combination roller with a vibratory drum, a combination roller with a vibratory drum, combination roller with a vibratory drum, a combination roller with a vibratory drum. 
Time is of the essence for rolling me flat. There's a long line of bidders who want in on me at. Drop seal tenders off by July 29, no later than 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Leave them with the ambassadors of my pain or purchasing branch on the fifth floor of my brain. Please quote all prices in Canadian funds so I know what I'll be paying for my demolition. With a combination roller and a vibratory drum. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. Combination roller with a vibratory drum. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. Combination roller, you should really get one. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. Combination roller with a vibratory drum. A combination roller with a vibratory drum. This has been a Queen City tender moment. Hope you found it informative. So that was this week's uh, tender moment. That was pretty sweet. That was a fine, fine tender moment, sir. Yeah. Well, um, is that the kind of music they play at Craven? Because I maybe I'll try that out. Because I like that. That's stuck in my head. It'll be days. I'm pretty sure that's what they play at Craven. Yeah. 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 That, by the way, was Black Mountain Rag, which is a uh, a traditional folky tune. That's right. So yeah, just go to Craven. Just uh, that's the kind of stuff. Follow follow the light of um, you know small cats on fire or what have you, and uh, enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can finish him off with that combination roller with the vibratory drum. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> suffering too bad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the road to Craven is paved. <laughs> with uh, so next up on the agenda. <laughs> We have another. Uh, we have another guest. Another another vector. Another candidate. Yes, another improvement vector candidate. Wow, this one. This one, oh, I believe, sorry. is uh, much like me. Is named Aiden. So it's you? No, it is not me. It's oh. the opposite of me. It's somebody else. Okay. In fact, it's Aiden Watherspoon. Oh, hello. Oh. Hi, Aiden Watherspoon. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, glad to be here. Yeah. So, why are you here? Well, I am a candidate for the uh, Queen City Improvement Vector, and uh, <laughs> you're, I think you're a candidate for something else as well. And I'm also a candidate for City Council in Ward 9. Yeah? Ooh. And I'm looking to improve the city and uh, keep our... Uh, I see a city expanding, and uh, services are struggling to uh, expand with it. And I seek to be on the City Council to be a voice to make sure that our services keep up with the expansion of our city and the growth of our city. Well, I, I think that all sounds very, very noble, but I didn't know that they let 14-year-olds on uh, city council. Because <laughs> you, you're 14, right? Well, I was actually born with a uh, the same kind of thing they had in that Robin Williams movie, Jack, except I age twice as much. I'm 28 right now. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. Because you yeah. look really young, or I look really old. For one thing, for sure, this will probably be the only reference to the Robin Williams movie Jack on this program, probably for the rest of like all time. <laughs> We're gonna have to like scratch that onto the wall <laughs> on this day. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's Jack yeah. was referenced. Yeah. Um, so you're you're running in Ward Nine. I am. Um, yeah. So what inspired you? Like, why is it oh. that you would go from um, you know? Watching Jack to, <laughs> to running for city council. Well, I was I was a bartender for many years and uh, working in the off sale at the uh, last straw. And 
I met up with a lot of people from different walks of life um, and from a lot of different areas of the city, really. And well, like as I said before, one of the things was our city is expanding right now. Mm -hmm. And the services, uh, the most visible one that I can point to is transit, are simply not keeping up. I was actually talking to a, a resident the other, it was about a week ago now, but uh, she was telling me how they put out the traffic or the transit stop there. There's no shelter or nothing. It's right on the edge of the city, so the wind just blows across the prairie. <laughs> nothing for yep. but transit takers there. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, Ward 9, uh, that's uh, sort of, uh, whereabouts is that? That is west of McCarthy Boulevard and north of the tracks at First Avenue. Right. Cool. Yeah. Do, do, we have, do we have Shane's old description? Of, uh, we do. Actually, could you, uh, do you think you could, like, read off, like, do you think that you could tell us the boundaries of your, the ward that you're running in? Exact one? Because we can exact. supply them. Because like. we can, we can, we can okay. give them to you. Well, there's the tracks at First Avenue, and then... There are tracks that go north-south. Uh, I wouldn't be sure what to call those tracks, but then those go <laughs> up to 9th Avenue north and out east to McCarthy and then up and then the city limits. On the so, okay, let's, that's pretty let's, good. Let's, 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 see, let's, let's compare and contrast. Yes. Yeah. That's why I picked Mary to run. <laughs> Commencing at the West City Limit at the intersection of Fleming Road and the CN Rail Line. North and east, following city limit to McCarthy Boulevard. South on McCarthy Boulevard to 9th Avenue North. West on 9th Avenue North to the Last Mountain Short Line. South on Last Mountain Short Line to the CN Rail Line. West on the CN Line to the Point of Commencement. And that's Ward 9. It is so fine. All right, you did pretty good. Yeah, it was right. pretty good. But we we had our we had our friend uh, Shane uh, actually describe the boundaries of all the wards in the city, and uh, so we're right. we're trying to squeeze a bit of extra use. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's pretty good. Yeah. I should take down the name of that one line. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Ward nine, you're so fine. There we go. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what did you do before this? Um, well, as I said, for many years, I worked at the Last Straw Brew Pub on mm -hmm. uh, North Albert. Uh, most of my time there was working in the off-sale, did some bartending there. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. So, and has politics always been kind of a thing that you've wanted to do, or is it just you well, felt yeah, compelled? it's always been something that's been important to me. Of course, I was raised in a family to that always was paying attention and always valued that, and you know, always taught me the importance of knowing what my government's up to. And yeah. yeah. I believe you're, you're related to uh, an upcoming guest of ours, uh, Malcolm French. Oh, yes. Um, your guest next Thursday, as I discovered yesterday, is <laughs> the venerable Malcolm French. He is my father. And, uh, and he is also priest. a father. <laughs> and he is also a father at yeah. uh, St. James Cathedral, or St. James Anglican Church, not a cathedral. Mm. He yeah. would be quick to correct me. Yeah. Oh, and I just I just want to mention for the for the notes for the minutes that this mm -hmm. is actually a coincidence that you we we approached you to be on the show <coughs> and uh, that you know your father we had also before that had approached to be on the show and he's just you know it was it was an accident 
that this no, is happening. Complete, it's not a conspiracy of any kind. No. We couldn't even figure out no. what kind of conspiracy that would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's, like, it's a vast nepotistic uh, net worth to get us all on community radio. That's right. Yeah. Like all the Wallerspoons and Frenches. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to bring them all in. Uh, next, next up, Julian. Was. <laughs> That's right. yeah. Do you want my dad on the show next week, too? Sure. Is he free? Okay, yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, I heard from Trent. He's unable to make it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Trent, Trent can't show up. Oh, well, that's drat. Drat indeed. Yeah. Oh. So I guess I should mention that we are on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Yeah, and this is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when, you, when you take on something like this, being a candidate, um, like, do you have, like, an idea? Like, are you going to make lawn signs? Or um, are you doing like are you planning are you planning out your campaign now? Uh, have you do you, do you have all this on the go? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I have. I've had plans in place, and I've got a team in place of uh, lots of good friends that I trust and people who are experienced in this. Um, so you know, we're making making plans. We just came to you know what slogan we're going to have, you know, a city that works for you, because oh. when everyone asks me, it always comes back to, you know, is this city working for its residents, or is this city working for the developers, real estate developers, mm -hmm. moneyed interests, or is it working for its citizens, so. Right. Is it, is, it, is it your feeling that maybe there's a little too much uh, attention paid to the moneyed interests in the real estate developers? Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh -huh. So, uh, what about uh, council? Have you been like checking council out? Are you like going and stuff? Like, how do you how do you prepare yourself mentally to you know deal with these issues? Well, exactly as you say, I went to the city's website and I looked at all the meetings to which the public are invited to attend, and everyone that I'm available to, I went to it and. Well, I, I started going just as a okay. Is this something I want to do? Because this is going to be my job if that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to it. It's not much different from all the other meetings I've ever been to in my life, and it's something, <laughs> something I, I'm prepared for. Yeah. Well, except in these meetings, every so often, like, you know, the people have to be escorted out by security, <laughs> which is kind of, which is frankly pretty I didn't funny. see that, and I was hoping I'd be the first, but. Uh, uh, well, uh, so you're going to go to the meeting on Monday? There's one coming up, this Monday coming up. It's going to be a rager. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. I think it's going to be like a four to five hundred page agenda. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be a yeah. long meeting. Yeah. 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 The way you guys introduce it, though, it feels like you know it could be really exciting with some like WWE style entrances. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that would, that would actually really pep up the uh, pep up the meetings. Actually, I think if you do any one thing as counselor, you should get like more sort of like flashy showmanship in the meetings. Yeah, pyrotechnics and wear, wear <laughs> a cape. Yes. Sequin capes, yeah. Those two things. Yeah, it's in the bag for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. enter the halls. I'll play bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. guys are ready for that, yeah. yeah. Um, Charles, mm -hmm. so you've run, and, and Aiden here is just, you know, getting gearing up to run. Uh, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, in the first half that uh, you know there was you'd been advised to sort of like focus in on like one or two issues. Is there any other like advice that you would have for somebody who's you know considering taking this on? When I went through it, it was also 
because there were so many candidates and there was there was agreement amongst a lot of them on a lot of issues if if you if you get to know you know who who else is running and what they're all about i i it's not that i regret not sort of joining forces with some people or coaching some to you know drop out or whatever but if it gets to be such a broad race like that and there's one you know establishment conservative guy and two or three or ten against them that's that's silly that's that's you know you know nine against one it's the the counts just go go stupid like keep yeah. keep track of of who else is running and you know yeah and you know, keep your receipts yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and forced to work for the improvement uh, bureau. I, I, <laughs> That's true. I actually got a uh, spreadsheet on Google Docs of everything I've been spending on. So, so oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you you are going to be running against, as all indications seem to be, that Terry Hanks, who's the current councillor there, is going to be running again, and he's a longtime councillor. So, is there any sort of like concerns that you're, uh, you know, like how difficult it's going to be to go up against a, a longtime incumbent? Well, I've. I'm not really afraid of an uphill battle. I'm prepared to put in the work. Um, you know, it's one thing I I learned when I was young is like you can't you can't control who's the most popular guy. You can't control who's the most talented guy, but you can control whether or not you work harder than him. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about so you you mentioned transit, and um, you, uh, what other kind of like. Uh, issue do you want to sort of like take on as your like sort of characteristic element for your campaign? Well, recently I was talking to some residents uh, down by McCarthy and Diefenbaker. Um, They told me they had purchased their houses there because they were under the impression a school was going to be built there. Uh And then last minute that changed because there was some unexpected costs with the developer and they had to change it. So now that school is being built in Coopertown. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't even sound like a real place, Cooper Town. <laughs> it's not yet a real place. It is yet to be built. So, <laughs> so it's still kind of an imaginary place. Okay. Yes, it yeah. exists in the minds of the developers, and yeah. you know. So this was the move they put. It's going to be on the oh shoot. It was. It was the originally Rosewood at, site where the yes. church is. It's going to be in there. Yeah, Skywood yeah. School was originally going to be yeah. around Diefenbaker and McCarthy. Right. And now it's going to be west of Courtney Street. Right. So that's a situation, though, where the city's hands were really tied by that. Like a developer came back and just said, look, we, we're, we're not going to do this because we don't got the money. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do you, how do you respond to people who are vexed by that decision? Well, what vexes me more is that the uh, response from City Hall is this isn't going to be the hill that we're going to die on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they had decided as a community that that was the best spot to build a school. And people were buying houses there under the impression that that's where a school was going to be. That is definitely a hill worth dying on. Mm. That's where you fight tooth and nail. You find the extra funds to get the school built where it's supposed to be built. Right. Although there again, that is like a situation where the um, the province was, this was part of their P3, their nine P3 schools in the, in the province. And so the provincial government had kind of, was, kind of gave the city like a really sort of tiny timeline to make these decisions. Like, Well, I mean, at that point, it kind of comes to, down to accountability. Yeah. 
where mm-hmm. you, you can't just be passing the buck to the different levels of government because of course like there's not much smaller uh there's not much more local than a municipal government that right. needs to that needs to be accountable for these things because yeah. the farther higher up you go the farther away the concerns are right the less and less hands they have in it yeah. hmm. huh. so um yeah, is there any other things? Are there other things like Ward 9 specific, too, that are getting you riled up? Because, I mean, that's yeah. one of the, it's one of those, like, far-flung, well, not far-flung, nothing is far-flung <laughs> in the Queen City, but it's, you know, it's further yeah. out. Um, uh, are there infrastructure concerns out there that other parts of the city don't face? Well, that's true, and uh, like, I, like um, as is the case with uh, the school there, it's, in some cases, it's too late for should-haves now, but mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I am committed to work on is expanding Diefenbaker out to uh, Courtney Street to create a main bypass there is one mm-hmm. of the things that most of the residents I've been talking to have uh, raised with me and that's something I support and I work towards completing. Uh, another thing is getting Pinky Road paved because right. you know they built all the way out there and then they didn't bother to pave that road so there are these fabulous houses that people have bought, which they can't use their backyards because it's covered in dust half the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. But what? Okay. And I'll throw this to Charles as well. Uh, on a sort of more citywide level, going into this election, last election we had the stadium question: um, Can we? Should we pay for this thing? Uh, we had the wastewater treatment plant uh, was on the horizon paying for that. And there was also, you know, the, the pension thing we talked about earlier, the pension shortfall. Um, do you think that there's any kind of like unifying citywide issue that you guys can see that might drive sort of interest in this election? Charles, do you, can you think of anything? Because I'm actually like I'm having trouble coming up with ideas. Yeah, I'm a little bit struggling <laughs> yeah. to to guess what the big issue will be. I really have no idea. Yeah. Like the the economy sort of thing is is dying down quite a bit, and you know I don't want to call it a sinking ship, but how what reactions are going to f- come into play? To there's not that much business happening anymore, and you know, jobs are, are petering out all over the city. What to do with if there's any room left in the, you know, if we have to raise the debt limit again to do really basic stuff. That's, it's it's going to be more important decisions. We're going to have to have someone, you know, stronger and smarter and ballsier than they've they've been to this point to, to get us through positively. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on who who's going to run, who's going to be mayor and council this fall. Yeah, lots. Huh. How about you, Aiden? Do you see anything on the horizon? And, and in the interest of drama, if you could uh, read Charles's words as if it were like a personal attack, <laughs> we could really get something going here. Well, you know what, Far- what Charles <laughs> failed to mention here <laughs> nice. is that. Uh, <laughs> What we need to see on city council is some transparency and some accountability. Okay. Because <laughs> that relates to everything I've been talking about so far, but that's Ward 9 specific. There are different things happening in different parts of the city that echo this. You mentioned the stadium. What happened to uh, people trying to park downtown once the stadium started being built? 
Cha-ching. <laughs> in a city that's underserved by public transit, so you need a vehicle to operate in most places, mm-hmm. they're treating that like a cash cow. Right. That's yeah, true, true enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's always the, the, the issues. I mean, in the absence of something really huge like the stadium or wastewater treatment would probably come down to roads and, you know, Property taxes. I mean, yeah. some of the, the normal things that, that people cuts. have to worry about. What's that? Tax cuts. Yeah. Tax cuts. Uh, that's right. Holes. Know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hole, holes in the road, and uh, which yeah. we can paper over with uh, money, just with dollar bills uh, from, yeah. from property taxes. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. apply the money directly to the road. Or love notes. Or love notes. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Aiden, what do you think? How did, how did Aiden fare? Uh, I have one question. If you could improve... One thing in the city, what would it be? Just one thing? One thing in the city. Yep. This is the Improvement Bureau, so... Okay. Please say the pipes in the Improvement Bureau. Please say the pipes <laughs> in the Improvement Bureau. Please say the pipes in the Improvement Bureau. Uh, speaking as a politician here, I'd say the pipes in the Improvement Bureau. Yes. Sold! <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> one, one thing, one improvement uh, certificate for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Mr. Waterspoon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming in to both of you. Absolutely. No problem. That's yeah. great. So, um, yeah, I guess we should move towards the adjournment portion of the meeting, but before we go, we still have that thing to talk about. People, uh, I have to say that the Queen City Improvement Bureau is growing a little disappointed because still nobody has entered our City Council Fan Fiction Contest. You can find the rules on the, our website, queencityib.com, along with character sketches and pseudonyms for all of the councillors and the mayor. Uh, the prize, if you uh, so submit, your, submit your piece through the contact form on our website, prize is you get to read your story on the air on one of our meetings. Uh, and one of the rules is no slash fiction, but what the heck, go for yeah. some slash if you want to. And not only will you get to read your, your, your story on the air, but we'll sit you in the driest of the seats down here. It, yes, with very few drips. Yep. All right, I think it's time to call for an, uh, an adjournment. Okay, uh, I motion to adjourn. Uh, I second the motion. Motion passed. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Thanks to Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire, for providing our great theme music, as always. Thanks also to Charles Weep and Aiden Wotherspoon for appearing on our show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Queen City IB, or on Facebook, Queen City Improvement Bureau. Also, we have our own website, and you can find us cjtr.ca slash podcasts or on iTunes. We're pretty much everywhere. Uh, next up is Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie V, followed by other shows, which uh, which are, Paul, what are they again? The Cockpit, followed by Reeling in the Ears. Reeling in the Ears, indeed. Anyway, thanks to everybody. Keep on improving, Regina.